Hello and welcome back to Our Vegan Film. I'm Zach. <coughs> and I'm Ghost Roaster. And with me today are two very special guests. My friends and... Friends. But pals. I don't like to be called pal, just like you, Zach. Don't you dare demean me with those terms. Acquaintance? Yes. <laughs> Constituents. My oh, life Acquaintance since second grade. <laughs> my, life <laughs> my lifelong acquaintance, Luke Nassif, who you all recognize from uh, episode nine. Yes. <laughs> my episode nine. And, and with me is a new is a new competitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you, Luke. <laughs> uh, we have Sam Manel. Very nice. Hola. Famous man, made many great short films, watches lots of uh, good good movies. And bad movies and things. And uh, hey, <laughs> I heard that. This is the this is the his most... favorite Star Wars film is uh, Revenge of the Sith, right? Isn't that right, Sam? Well, based off passion, not based off quality. The second half of the movie is good. It's fine. Yeah. We don't judge really here. Good, but the beginning. We don't judge just internally. Well, the first part of the beginning is good, but then it gets messy. And the then CG at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith is much better than anything else in the in the whole. Uh, yeah, it starts with a big long take, which nobody talks yeah, about. Yeah, it was really well done, and it looks convincing. It looks good. I haven't seen any of them since Force Awakens came out. Honestly, my favorite part is when Darth Vader goes, "No!" no! I thought that was a really, really great way to no! end the whole trilogy. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah, didn't it cut to black right after that? Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> wow. Have you guys seen? There was a video of this kid like not kid but adult showing his mother Toy Story 3 for the first time oh yeah oh, and right yeah you see that he cuts out the end like, so they go like that fire. <laughs> on the dower ending I'm about to get burnt alive and then it's like the little like uh, and it ends the little play box music at the end I want to turn down the audio a bit that's a good spiking there's no real way to turn down the audio Spike Lee Spike Lee Speaking of Spike Lee, actually, that's the first film well, I watched this year. Not actually, yet, actually do the right thing. Yet. We actually have to do the trivia. I like how you what, just what you turned down the mic and then you immediately leaned into it and said, Speaking of Spike <laughs> Lee. <laughs> um, what date did you watch that on? 18th or 17th? Uh, the 18th. Okay. So we're starting on the 18th. I have a, can I mention a couple of 17ths at the beginning? Sure. We Thank need you. to do our trivia first. Sorry. Let's trivia. get into the trivia. Let's get in. Well, as you, as our as our loyal, loyal uh, ones of ones of listeners know... <laughs> Every Not episode, me. we begin this podcast with a bit of movie quote trivia, and this time I, I'm getting, I, I'm kind of, I've kind of run out of good options from the uh, list I was in before, so I've moved on to a different thing here. This is a different, slightly different style, still movie quotes, mm. but uh, this is a quiz from MentalFloss.com, uh, and how it's going to work is I'm going to give you a quote, but I'm going to leave out a word, or I'm going to leave out a word. I'm going to give you four options, and you have to tell me what the correct answer is, and these are all famous movie quotes. And uh, do you think I should tell you what the movie is or just tell you the quote? Tell us the quote. Because it, mm-hmm. it gives the movie in the question. Okay, so it's just missing one word, right? Just missing one word. Okay, but we I don't, don't know. I don't think we need the movie. Okay. okay. First one here, and write it down. How many I, questions are there going to be? There's going to be five oh, questions. Okay, one, two, three. And I also like to know that I may I put something funny. See, like I said, Kevin Riley period one, Mr. Riley cinema. <laughs> 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 okay, and uh, the winner will get... Half of an eraser. Rosara can nip. If you come Fee. back, if you come back, if you come back again and you win again, you get the other half. Or is that the? It's so, the E two. Uh, here's, here's what we have on the table. I'm gonna put it on my hat chair or hat chair rack. All right, let's go. Uh, okay. okay. And hi, cover your paper so no one can look. First question. I wish I knew how to blank you. Your options are <laughs> A, treat, B, quit, C, love. Or D, leave. 
Please log in your answers now. All right. Uh, everyone got their answers? Yes. You're not covering your paper, Kevin. Whoops. Here's a second question. <clears throat> There's no place like blank. A, this a farm. B, Oz. C, home. Or D, France. Uh, <laughs> There's no place like Should France. Should I be writing the word or the letter? Uh, either one. Doesn't matter. Okay. I'll mix it up every time. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, and now, the third question. Uh, I'll have what blank having? <laughs> Your options are A, she's, B, there, C, your, or D, he's. Please lock in your answers now. Get a soundboard with the cahoots on. That'd be great. Just one button. Just the cahoots on. The entire board. Okay. Here's your quote. Blank, I am your father. Uh, your options are A, listen to me. <laughs> Sounds like my dad. B, Luke. <laughs> C, Han. Or D, Han Mabuki. No. No. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> oh, this one has multiple words. So it would probably be easier to just write down the letter. Blank, a box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. Your options are, my mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. Well, yeah. Or a B, B <laughs> ma mama, mama taught me life is like, C, life is like, or D, mom told me life was like. <clears throat> All right, everyone... I'd also think it'd be a cool addition if we had to say what movie what movie each quote was from. I've been writing down that too. Okay. Sure, go ahead. If 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 everyone gets all of them right or that's a tie, we can go with a tiebreaker. Which will be Oh alright. How many movies you got? Okay. Look. I see you peeking, Zach. Don't look. I don't, I can peek. I'm the it doesn't matter. I'm the quizmeister. I get to do whatever I want. You're a cheater. Alright. Okay, now here's what we're gonna do. Sam, Kevin. give yours to Kevin. Kevin, give yours to Luke, and Luke, give yours I'm, to Sam. I'm writing down uh, what these are from. I'm gonna write your name and period on it too. Thank you. Otherwise, it gets thrown out. Good luck reading my handwriting, by the way. I can read it. Yay! All right, here are your op. Uh, here are the answers. Oh. Number one. Uh, and I guess you could do like one check if they got the quote, and I think we can keep score. And if they got the movie as well, you can add like a smiley face or something. Oh God, what did I put for? I know what the movie was, but I'm afraid it. But they're... okay, keep going. Sorry. Okay. Uh, number one, I wish I knew who, kn knew how to blank you was quit or B uh, from Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, Kevin. Oh, sh sh Kevin got that. I wish I knew how to quit you, stick. I want to watch that movie so good. I still haven't seen it either. 
uh, or number two was there's no place like blank. Uh, that was home uh, from the Wizard of Oz. So are we, wait, wait. how mm. about we do? You get one point for the movie and one point for the quote. No, we oh, because we no, we already because it's because the because the movie is only for the tiebreaker. I see. Okay. If ever, if this is too much. <clears throat> it's very simple. Check mark okay. for the quote. <laughs> smiley face for the movie. What about Sam didn't write the first three movies though? Okay. He did. Okay. Yeah, I did. I wrote that uh, for the second one. Oh, that's his Oz. Yeah. I thought it was just an O and a line. I didn't see the top part. There now I go. see it. Yeah, it's all Much better. Okay. Smiley face. Oz. Cool. Oh, shoot. That's probably oh, smiley face. Okay. Uh, number three, I'll have what she's having mm. from the movie When Harry Met Sally. Oh. So does it matter if they get the movie right? The yeah. movie is only the tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, this is too much. But, but mark it with a smiley face because it could come in handy later. <laughs> I don't think it's so complicated. This, <laughs> this is a bit too complicated. <laughs> I sh- I should have also included year and don't who forget said to it. tap on your head three times so you can get immunity. <laughs> okay, uh, number four was no. Oh, good. I am your father from The Empire Strikes Back. Very good. Very good. Uh, and everyone got their answers? Uh, what about the fifth one? Um, yes. Uh, number five. My mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. From Forrest Gump. Said by Forrest Gump. 1994 Best Picture winner. Beat. I'll give that a Shawshank Redemption. Four and a five. Well, Kevin, you got all the movies right, mm-hmm. and you got, or sorry, you got all the all the oh, right. quotes right and one movie wrong. You didn't get the When Harry Met Sally. Yes. I got four out of five on the on the quotes, but five out of five on the movies. No, but got, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that doesn't count. No, you got three out of five. What are you talking about, Bubba? Love and she's. Wait, n- no, yeah, she's it was he, right. it was what he was having, right? No, she's, she's having. Oh, she's okay. Uh-huh, my she's bad. Having. I, I think I was just thought I was. Sam, you got four out of five. I, I believe three quotes right, which means Kevin is our winner. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. All right. Where's the? What happened to the eraser? Oh, I'm never throwing this away. I'm hanging up on my okay. wall. I'm throwing it away because I lost. Me too. Okay. Here's your eraser. It. I get it. I'm gonna you put it in a designated zip file. For you? I'm good. <laughs> Okay. There you go. Sara Itu, right, Zach? What? Sara Kanip, but it's Sara Itu. Sure. Because it's white. Whatever, Kevin. You're an idiot. No one gets that except for you and me, right, Zach? Yep. Captain, I mean, uh, Outside Undy Man. Check it out on our YouTube channel. It's true. All right, guys. Now now we'll begin. So we start on the 18th. So anyone who's seen any movies on the 18th, you can start. And you just talk about I see something on the 18th. Yes. Kevin, go. Should I go first? You can go first. Okay. I watched Spike Lee's masterpiece, Do the Right Thing, mm. <laughs> <laughs> on Criterion Blu-ray. Do you want to tell the folks at home the story of how you, uh, of the, of the story wacky of, mishap of your a Blu-ray? A story of me wanting to watch Do the Right Thing? Yes. Okay. So, I ordered this Do the Right Thing Blu-ray on Amazon, Criterion Blu-ray. It's a beautiful, uh, 
cardboard, one of those, not one of those plastic ones. It's a nice special like edition. Seven Samurai. Uh, yeah, like yeah, Seven Samurai right, at the yeah. uh, Grand Budapest. So you just slides out. It comes with a huge, thick like digit book really with a, book. filled with essays, uh, Spike Lee's like notes from when he was planning the movie, and of course the Blu-ray with the movie, and then the the, <laughs> the special feature disc. There's two discs. Very nice. Uh, uh, Presentation. Very nice. Very nice uh, purchase. So I watched about half of it, and about halfway through, the movie started just started freezing, and I was like, "Oh, what the heck!" So I looked at my disc; it didn't even look that scratched up. Though. So I was like, uh, "I guess I'll try to rub it with my shirt," but that just made it worse. So then I tried to watch it again, and then it still didn't work. So then I took it to Gina Video Depot down the street, and she cleaned it for three dollars, and it still didn't work. So <laughs> I said, "It's probably just corrupted," and I'm pretty sure it just was because I didn't ever scratch it. It just just started freezing and it crashed my Blu-ray player every single time. So then I drove to Barnes & Noble and bought a second edition of it on DVD just so I could see the ha second half of the movie. <laughs> and you couldn't and return now, it because it was too late, yes, you said? Yes, I, I missed by the deadline to return it on Amazon by one day. Wow. So I couldn't uh, get my refund and watch it. So, so it's just yep, a nice now I, box. Now I own a DVD and Blu-ray of uh, Do the Right Thing. It's incredible. In a much less secure future. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, what did you think of it? I, uh, I thought it was amazing. Um, it 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 has been talked about, of course, recently with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, and it is it's crazy how similar it is to the George Floyd case. It's very uh, pertinent to today's time. Mm -hmm. It's very pertinent it's throughout. Big word. Big word. Since yeah. the movie came out, to it still applies to a lot of things, and it's there's injustice in the world. And it's not right, and this movie is great, and well, what's yeah. it about? It's about it's about the hottest day in New York City, or not New York City, Brooklyn in New York, and uh, there's there's you can tell there's there's tensions. Um, it's a predominantly black neighborhood, but uh, there's a an Italian pizzeria, mm. Sal's famous pizzeria, and um, his son his son Vito is inherently racist. He says the N word multiple times in the movie, and you can tell. Uh, Sal is, is probably on the, a bit on the racist side too, but um, you know, they still the the people the customers care for Sal and Sal cares for his customers because they make money. They he they get the money and they they do have they do care for each other. But there is tensions you can tell underlying uh, hostility a bit. And when uh, when Giancarlo Esposito is in it, uh, who plays Gus from Breaking Bad, of course, he's much younger in this. He was really great. He he's mad that there's no. Uh, black people on the wall and it's just Italian Americans so he starts to try to make a boycott uh, to the pizzeria which leads up to ah. which leads to a riot and which leads to uh, a death a policeman no spoilers sorry you dirty boy let's <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> but a cop does something and it's bad and it causes a riot and it's that's essentially what it's about and the the title "Do the Right Thing" is a is a great thing that ties the whole theme together because you have to wonder uh, who did the right thing in the movie and if was anyone on the correct side. And it's just a very it's a very beautiful movie. That sounds good. I never it's very knew funny it, as well. Never knew it was bad. I've only ever yeah. seen the little letterbox poster. Yeah. Never yeah, read the description. Sounds it's good. It's quite fantastic. I gave it a five out of five. I would say speaking of things that are uh, still relevant today, I watched. Richard Pryor live in concert from 1979. Mm. Um, Richard Pryor, the guy that was in Superman 3. <laughs> I think he was in Superman 3. That was the hacker. Mm -hmm. uh, it, was a, it was a great stand-up special. Um, and it's still, like, he talks about lots of race issues and um, 
just a lot about life and, and a lot about race, and it's still incredibly uh, relevant today. I thought it was a good time to watch it. It was it was really, really funny. I just I don't really have much to say about it. You should just watch it. it was, it's on Netflix. Richard Pryor, very funny comedian. Um, I didn't know he was ever that, that funny. Um, but yeah, that, that's really all I have to say about Richard Pryor. Maybe that's, why he, comedy. maybe that's why he was in Superman, because he was so funny. Yeah. Because he was definitely hilarious in that movie. I haven't uh-huh. seen that movie in my favorite comedy for probably yeah. eight years. Yeah. Um, well, I also watched one more thing on the 18th. What? Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire, I daddy. I on DVD and I still haven't watched it. I have. Oh, it's, it's one great. of the first movies I watched for my 300 mm-hmm. movie list. Mm-hmm. It looks like a good movie. I still haven't watched it. It's it a really good movie. It's Robin Williams just carries the whole thing. Um, there's some. There's some outdated jokes but i liked them a lot <laughs> um i i really enjoy mrs doubtfire um <laughs> there's a lot of adult jokes in mrs doubtfire i didn't catch when i was a little kid but it's it's i think i think it can be enjoyed by by children and adults um it was very funny robin williams is always charismatic of and i thought it was a great time may he rest in peace may he rest in peace mm-hmm. I love that movie. It's very similar to Tootsie, of course, because it's the mm. same uh, premise of just not ha- not not cross-dressing because you really want to, just because you have to. And didn't uh, watch Tootsie. You don't. I guess she, she didn't really have to. He to wanted to. Him. He wanted to get close. Robin Williams wants to get closer to his children, so he dresses up as a nanny uh, instead of uh, battling out in court. I guess. Kind of forgot why he couldn't see them. What is he an abusive father? Why couldn't he see them? Um, because he didn't have a job or a place of residence. I'll hide my identity and cross-dress, then the court will think I'm... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> don't think I'm a right father. <laughs> Good upstanding citizen. I'll show them. Yep. Uh, okay, I love that movie too. Uh, what... Did anyone did else you watch, watch anything on the 18th? 18th? Uh, yeah, I watched, um... Nice guys, good. Yes, thank you. I forgot nice the name. Guys. I was thinking of Shane Black, and I just completely forgot the title. I yes, I watched um, Nice Guys. It was very good. Uh, lived up to the expectations that were set by uh, Luke and yeah. Sonny. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. It's very funny, and it did take a lot. It was like I liked Iron Man three a lot, and this was like a similar vein, but it's a lot more mature, obviously, mm-hmm. because it's R rated and Shane Black, and he's not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and the you know buddy cop thing with Russell Crowe was really good, um, so I was a fan of that. And Ryan Gosling, um, very funny, very, very funny. funny, very funny. <laughs> uh, I have, I yeah, have I loved re- his realistic screen. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I've seen it in like two years, but I remember I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I watched it because of Chris Stuckman. Yeah, it was, exactly. it, yeah, it was. I, he gave it an A plus. I was like, wow. it was his number one film I, of two thousand sixteen. Yeah, uh-huh. and so then I checked it out. That's exactly 2016. why I bought it on Blu-ray. Holy cow! No, I think it was two thousand seventeen. No, it was sixteen. Sixteen. Um, yeah, Chris Stuckman gave it. It was his highest rated film of like his favorite film yeah. of the year. So I checked it out in, uh, whenever that was posted. Even I guess better it was than the Batman v Superman. Twenty sixteen was that twenty fifteen. No, no, it's no, right. 2016. Just checked. Yeah. It was yeah. four La, years La La ago. Land came out, came out that yeah. year. La La Land was a and Moonlight. Great Classic film. Oscar mix-up. We all yeah. remember. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I just watched that the other day. So, I mean, can you imagine, uh, like, Damien Chazelle has basically gotten snubbed two years in a row. <laughs> Any, or not two years, two two films in a row. Um, 
Yeah, I can you imagine like live your you worked your whole life to get to this moment to win Best Picture and then and then you got just got depressed and made first man. Yeah, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch anything on the 18th, Zach? Uh, no, I didn't. I watched what? I watched Life is Beautiful, but we already talked uh, about that. Uh, that's true. Yeah. You know what I like in Nice Guys mm. when he punches the window and instead of. <laughs> breaking the wear, he just hand starts terribly bleeding. Tell me you'll find God. <laughs> I love how nothing in that movie works out. It's just such a, it's it, but it's not just a. Oh, I'm gonna take every convention in a buddy cop film and just make it like funny and twist it on its head. It's it's intelligently done. Right. Um, yeah. I think everything was very smart. I think it's very. I think it's very just a nice good great story and adventure and it's a well paced yeah. it's just just a great time the it's only thing that exhausts me a little bit about it is just how often ryan gosling is the butt of the joke mm-hmm. like just constantly you know i i, I felt like there are times where he absolutely needed to be completely competent and they undercut him and then it turned out he was right anyway yeah. like that was kind of like mm-hmm. uh when he goes to the wrong apartment building it's funny but at that point he's already been kicked to the ground so many times that you're like can you just get this one thing right because you like him because it's right. ryan gosling so you're not gonna not like him um but that that was the only thing that was frustrating for me but it was still like a 10 out of 10 very enjoyable i agree mm-hmm. i gave it a five out of five love that film five out of five. i think i, I have it a, i gave it a, f- at a good nine 47 out of 47 definitely definitely want to rewatch it just yeah love 70s los angeles great film oh there was that one shot that was totally CG with the cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I noticed that immediately. There was also, um, I, I don't mean to nitpick, it doesn't matter, but there's this one shot where... Um, well, it's like when you're comparing to, like, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where it's completely seamless. Like, yeah, never yeah, because it was real. Yeah. It was, but it's also, it, I'm sure it's there a was some, There was some digital, too. but yeah, it was, it was much higher budget. But, but what was kind of off-putting about this one shot was where this one guy got shot, um, and there was, like, really bad digital blood. Uh, I think that was just a... That kind of shows was that off their, they were their leaving the elevator? Budget. No, it was um, towards the end where they fall into the pool. Oh. Yeah. Should have had was, Sam do it. Should have had Sam do it. He, he's really good with... Uh... Pool falling. No, no. It was, no, it was the, the, thing, blood. the blood. Oh, yeah, yeah. The air-powered squibs. Those are yeah, fun. Squibs. I want to use them. I, I don't know why they couldn't just use a squib. It was... I guess because you need to like pay a pyrotechnic and then, um, and then pay for the squibs and then get extra yeah. wardrobe in case you mess up. So it's like we it, need yeah. a quick turnaround. It's Low budget film, but I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I guess nineteenth. If we can move on to the nineteenth, anyone anyone watch anything on the nineteenth? I watched three movies on the nineteenth. Wow. What about you, Luke? I didn't see anything on the nineteenth. What about you, Sam? I watched After Hours. After Hours. What's that? I've never heard of that. Uh, it's a Martin Scorsese movie. Oh, yeah. oh, never mind. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. I I can't remember the name of the lead actor, but he is so good. He was like the best part of the movie. But it's basically about um this guy, who kind of gets roped into uh something after his regular schedule of going to bed at like nine o'clock, and that just kickstarts a bunch of shenanigans. Happens to me every night. Yeah. Griffin Dunn. I believe it's his name. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I don't know what else he's in, but he's really good in that one. Um, movie 43. Oh, oh no. God. No. Well, he's the director. He, well, he's part... I mean, there are many, many directors. Yeah, because it's just basically a bunch of short films. Terrible shorts. Um, he was in Ocean's 8. Who cares about Ocean's 8? Not I. So I don't care about Ocean's 8. All right. He, but he's not been in a time. The point like is, After Hours was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, would, I would highly like recommend it. Do you own that one on... Uh, 
No, nope. they don't. They don't sell it on. They they don't sell it on Blu-ray. They oh they only sell it on DVD. But they uh, iTunes. Yeah. Apple TV. iTunes has got it down. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, they said there was rumors of a Criterion release, like I like mm. searching on the forums. Wow. I saw, and they said, oh, they, they we, we all thought they were going to release it, but that was like a year ago, and they never did. They just did the Scorsese wow. short, and now they're doing World Cinema 3, so I think they're going to take a break with Scorsese. Mm. Um, okay. Okay. Is that all anyone else well, no, watched? I watched, I watched a movie. Oh, I, watched I watched a... Uh, well, well, I watched, what did you give it? Oh, actually, I watched I three movies. That. Oh, I didn't rate what it. Did you give it? Oh. Never mind. I watched... You don't have to have ratings. I know. I'm just it was saying. good. I'd give it like uh, a... I watched. Wow. There's nothing not to like about it. I watched three movies. So. I watched three movies too. <laughs> uh, maybe we take turns. So the first one I watched is called The Thin Man, which is a, a 1934 classic. And this is these are like this is not like a like a like a like a uh, I guess like a art house film or anything. It's it's basically like the the big mass media film that everyone goes and sees and like eats and eats popcorn and stuff like back then. And they made six of them. And they all like thin, the Thin Man after the Thin Man before the Thin Man during the Thin Man. Mm. They're all plays on the word of the Thin Man, but it's about uh, these two this 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 uh, very funny, uh, very funny detective who's constantly drunk. Shenanigans ensue. You know, back in the nineteen thirty fours. Back in the nineteen thirty fours, they said, "Oh, he's drunk." Oh. Uh, but uh, just he, like my husband. Okay. He just goes. <laughs> he just. <laughs> He just goes around and uh, go, gets into random shenanigans all around. It's pretty funny, but uh, and there there was nothing like uh, that really. There were, there wasn't any great like uh, impactful or powerful moments or anything. Uh, it was just sort of like a fun time. So I gave it three and a half stars. But I'm watching. I'm gonna watch all of them because the reason I watched this one is because uh, uh, I'm watching all of James Stewart's films. I know, and James Stewart was course, in like the third one, the third one in the series. So I'm just gonna watch all of them because well, I don't, don't want to watch out the context. So of course, you gotta watch the chronological development yeah, of the plot, the deep lore of the Thin Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did he get so thin? <laughs> Anorexia. <laughs> the sixth one is called "Really, Man, You Need Help." I'm worried about. It. Uh, okay, then what did you watch? All right, well, I watched. Uh, 21 Jump Street. Hey. <laughs> is that sign language? Um, no. Was that directed by oh. Phil Lord and Christopher Miller? It was. I oh. learned that right after the credits roll. And I said, wow. Disappointed in you guys. <laughs> um, 21 Jump Street is pretty alright. Um, it's barely funny, but it's it got a good amount of nose exhales for me. Um. But maybe like one good chuckle. Um, Jonah has a very good charismatic actor Charting Tatum was actually pretty great too what was uh, that did you say Charting Tatum Channing Tatum was quite oh, good too oh. they had a good dynamic um for the most part it was entertaining it had a okay setup. uh Ice Cube was stupid um as always yeah <laughs> um just kidding Ice Cube I love you <laughs> Ice Cube is our most loyal supporter <laughs> uh yeah it just was it just was a not that good. Has it, you've seen it, right? Has anyone yeah. else seen it? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Mm. I've wanted I watched, to see it for a while. I watched it because Chris Stuckman uh, gave it gave it a good review. He said he I think he gave it like a B plus. And uh, it's not horrible, but it's not definitely not my favorite. Yeah. 
type of comedy. Right. I think I get. I think I gave it a three and a half, but I think if I watched it again, I'd probably give it three stars. It, it was apparently it was based on like a, another TV show, also called Twenty One Jump Street, oh. and they constantly. And I think they made like a couple of jokes like, "Oh, we're just doing a reboot." And they're very self-aware throughout the whole thing. Yeah, Which I, I I don't. I don't really like self-aware. I'm it not gets a fan to of be self-aware too much. Stuff. It can be. T- I, I watched a, a video of the, the author David Foster Wallace. I don't know if you heard it, but he was talking about how um, David Wallace, David from the, Foster from the Wallace, Office, no, the author, oh, sorry, who killed himself in 2008. Oh. Um, he was talking about how not funny. Just because, <laughs> just because you uh, make a meta joke doesn't mean it's okay. That's just lazy. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. Deadpool got a little Deadpool, bit on my nerves. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I like Deadpool a lot. I've, okay, so I've, I've watched like the first half of Deadpool recently because I, I loved it when I was in sixth grade, obviously. Yeah, because you're like, this is awesome. Like, Deadpool right, is, right. Oh, this is a like, movie? It's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, I watched it again. I didn't like it as much as I did yeah. the first time or, or the first couple times around when I was in you know, junior high. Mm-hmm. It was it was funny. Yeah. It just wasn't... Eh, I like the second one more than the first I one. Disagree. Yeah, I disagree. I didn't like the second one very it's much. It's kind of just Ryan just, Reynolds sucking his own... Um, Dinger. For the whole movie and say, yeah. I'm funny. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if I call myself a jackass in the beginning, people think it's funny. Yep. And the second one is the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I didn't like the second one as much. I just, I don't know, the self aware humor can just be a little, little lazy. I think I like the second one the most because there was a kid from Hunt for the Older People, so that's why. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie yet. I'd love to Didn't see make Tech that connection, TV. but now I connected in my brain, and that's true. I haven't uh, seen The Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, it's pretty so good. Sick. Yeah, I'd like to... It I has think... Guy. I think it, ha- I think it has the guy from uh, Jurassic Park in it as, as an old man, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Oh. Mm. So guy? The, 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 the main <laughs> character. The main character. Oh, so not Jeff Goldblum. No. No. I don't know who you're talking about. I know his well, name. Well, I watched Zealand. three movies. I watched two movies with him one day. Sam something pretty sure hmm. um yeah also the director of deadpool made a uh, terminator dark fate so yeah. well well the director of the original deadpool did not return for deadpool 2 yeah that, well that was tim miller who yeah, directed miller dark, fate. dark fate i see deadpool 2 i don't know who directed it um some guy with a long name a lot of d's and w's dw griffith oh my gosh <laughs> i thought he was dead um yep well uh, uh, 21 Jump Street. Well, uh, oh, he should have just stuck with it. Nah, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Jonah Hill's funny. Channing Tatum is funny. Um, overall, it was okay. Just just a pretty average comedy. Not, nothing too wrong with it, though. I like Knocked Up better. Knocked Up is way better than 21 Jump Street. Uh, so, and David then Leach. I watched... David Leach. Wow. David Leach. Sounds very like long. A sounds like a, sounds name. like a British it's name. Like two Ds. Not very long name. Too many Ds. I watched Robin Hood. The the, the, the animated, animated Disney one. Three animated Disney, film. The Disney film. Not the yes. not the Robert Eggers one. No. Is that the one from what? Robert Eggers? Robert Eggers. He didn't direct Robin Hood. Oh well, he's in it. I, I didn't say directed oh, it. It's oh, with um, Jamie Foxx too. Oh okay. I wa- well, I watched the Robin Hood from. Not not to step on you. I just wanted to. I just wanted. To Mention the Robin Hood, the Adventures of Robin Hood. Yes, From yes, I 40s. watched that film too. Okay, that was fantastic. That was I, just, really I just wanted to mention. It felt I, so. I watched it, it a couple weeks ago. Felt so really much great. newer than it was because it came yeah. out in the '30s, but it felt so modern too. It felt very modern and like yeah. way better than most films I've seen nowadays. Yeah, it was just it, it was it was very perfect, like perfectly put together for what it was. Yeah. I don't think there's any much wrong with it. Anyway, Zach, going ahead with Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Uh, 
I liked, I like Robin Hood. I think it's good. I don't think it's uh, great. When I watched it the first time, I gave it three and a half. Uh, I enjoy, I, en- I enjoy the, um, I enjoy the, the Disney films that are more like, like, uh, I guess not as big or famous, uh, like, mm. uh, you know, the Aristocats or, uh, <laughs> I don't have Luke doesn't you know, like the Aristocats. I do not like the Aristocats. Aristocats is so good, man. It's a classic. I don't have an opinion. Aristocats I'm not is a, great. I'm a huge oh, fan of the Aristocats. It's just because it's just such a great. Are it's you just like such a, a Dark Ages fan? I should. I am. Well, okay. I haven't seen all of them. I'm just a fan of this. This the like the more understated tone. It just feels like. I like. It feels that. like a. Are you talking about the Aristocats or Robin Hood? He's confused. talking about both. They're, they they have very similar tones. Um... I've seen yeah. neither. There's very small movies. They don't have the big magical moments or anything. They're just like uh, little little stories, and they're entertaining, and they're fun. I like the Aristocats a lot, though. Uh, but the Ro- Robin Hood, I gave three stars. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. Uh, some of the... I mean, Robin... I think the the best part of the movie is just Robin Hood as the fox. I don't know who... Bo- uh, no, the guy from... Uh, wait. They all reuse the same voice actors around the guy, The guy who plays Baloo is Robin Hood's Baloo. friend. I think, but yeah, 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 yeah. I think Robin Hood's actually British in this movie. Uh, this is the this is the, this is the Robin Hood that was painted on the New Hall Elementary wall, right? With the snake and the king. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah I completely yeah. forgot about. I didn't know that. Wait, that? what? Those were those were cool. We had like that, giant. That was so cool. We had like giant illustrations of Disney movies. We had, the, all we had the Superman screen. painted on the thing. We yeah, had we so did many cool things. I don't remember that. And that New Hall just sucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't know if it's changed or not. No, it ha- like remember we used to have like a cool eagle on the handball courts, and yeah. now it's like gray. It's plenty of, like brown. Or it's something. gross. Bio school was in um the uh that thing you do the movie. Really? Yeah. The because when they're there's like that montage of them going around the country, and there's yeah, that yeah. moment where they're on trikes and they're like going around um like a painted on United States. Oh. That was it. But it was black and white because they didn't paint it in all the way yet. But that that's the playground in my elementary school. Was wow. The, yeah. That, that thing you do is a great movie. That's such a good movie. Yeah, yeah a lot of it shot in South Pasadena where I grew up. That's cool. Yeah, that thing, I love that thing you do. It's such a good that movie. That was one of the, yeah. It's, uh, has Tom Hanks, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler? Or is it? Yeah, Tom yeah, Hanks Liv directed Tyler. it too, right? Did he? Oh, I thought he did. Wow. wow. I don't remember that. I know he was in it. He played their manager. He had a more minor role. Yeah, um, well, I think that's I, th- why, I think like... the a really uh, be- like a better music movie than that thing you do is. Uh, oh, I have. You seen that? Movie. Yeah, it's a Tom Hanks directed. A better, a better movie than that thing you do is. Um, uh, oh my god, <laughs> I'm blanking. Oh no, you know you know that movie with oh, Penny yeah. Lane. Um, uh, Penny Lane. Her, the girl is named Penny Lane. It has. The Beatles song. Yeah, yeah, but her name is is Penny Lane. It it has. This is a great audio podcast. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'll think about it later. Okay. Okay. And well, I like Robin, Robin Hood. Robin and then they yeah. just paint it all over all the walls. Yeah. Anyways. I think the villain in Robin Hood is just a bit too goofy for my taste. I like... Uh, uh-huh. it's, it's too child. Uh-huh. It's too childish, I think. Uh, I think because uh, m- m- none, none of the Disney movies are really like like pander to kids. They don't like... They don't like... They don't like like, you know, they don't like poopy jokes. S- speak down to them or make you know poop jokes. They're basically just not the minions. But uh, <laughs> but but the but the king or I guess the prince, the antagonist, kind of borders on that line. He's just kind of hmm. 
just incredibly stupid. No, yeah. no, no person in that kind of no person in that kind of power would be that stupid because someone would just it would just you know mentally manipulate them into like signing down because he's just such an idiot. Robin Hood was one of my favorite childhood films, so I'm very biased when it comes to that movie. It's one of the only like Disney animated films that I was really in love with as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was mostly into Pixar, but the Robin Hood was one of my things. Anyway, movie I think it was almost famous. Almost, Almost same as way better version of that thing it's you do. I mean, it's not the Frank same story. Martina's favorite movie. Um, great. That's Quentin Tarantino's so great film. film. Martina. Oh, I don't know what that is. Great film. Girl in my class. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> um, what did you watch, Next, Kevin? I watched Django Unchained. Woo! For the third time. Django. Django. You can live another day. I watched it with Adam and Ben John, because I'm trying. I'm going through and introducing them to some fine cinema, because all they watch is the Netflix originals. Oh God, no. Um, uh, yeah. What so they, they they also liked it a lot. Good. I think Ben John so Ben John has saw it before, but Adam was first time. He gave it a five out of five, as as well as I did. Um, I've seen this three times now, mm. and it just it just doesn't get old. It's great. The movie that keeps on giving. Yep. Pray. There's just more and more to it. Um. Yeah. Uh, I, the only thing... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> I don't really have, any, I don't really have oh. anything to say. Uh, it's um, funny going back to like the old reviews of that movie, and they're like, God, this movie's so racist. Because like, mm-hmm. people just don't understand the difference <laughs> between it. talking about racism and actually being racist. Like It's yeah. not supporting mm-hmm. those ideals. It's observing them in a, in a very negative light. Yeah, they're not glorifying slave owners. Right? Yeah, they're right, quite right. the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Django Unchained is my fourth favorite Quentin Tarantino wow. film. I've only I seen love three, it. and I'd say it's probably number two. I think that is my favorite Django Unchained. I, I, the only pro- the only problem I have with Django Unchained, the reason I didn't give it a five, well, I, I just thought it because it's really overstated. <laughs> <laughs> it really overstated. It's welcome. I agree for with me. you. Yeah, well, you agree with I, it? I, I know because after he <clears throat> he kills him. They could have ended yeah. it there, and they didn't have to have Walton Goggins take him the threat. And he goes all the way back yeah. to the mine and kills, blows up to and he goes back. It is a bit overdrawn. It was a little... But at the same time, it's a cool scene. And it's I, don't, I mean, I don't that. mind. It's definitely I, not necessary. Look, it was fun. I don't think it, it doesn't take too much There was away. like an extra, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. After, after like, the movie should have wrapped it's up It's definitely a bit I, I unnecessary, mean, I, but it's... Yeah. I don't. I don't mind. I don't really it. care. I mean, I. I. I, I, I think on a first time view, like viewing, it doesn't drag at all. No, no, like, it didn't drag for me. Right. Per se. I, I've only seen it once. I. Yeah. I, I, I just. I. I wasn't a huge fan of just the way it kept going and going and going. Yeah, I watched it for yeah. the first time. I gave it a nine out of ten, and I rewatched it, and I said, "Wow, that was amazing." And the third time, it probably because I've seen it like twice in two months, but it did. It got a bit slow mm-hmm. towards some parts, but I still. I still give it a five out of five. Probably just due to I saw it twice in like two months. So. Yeah. Fun fact about Django and Jane: Did you know that it's titled after the spaghetti western Django from nineteen sixty something by Sergio Corbucci, I think, and um, uh, the actor who played Django in the original is there in the uh, Mandingo fighting scene. Wow. Uh, he's got the white hat and he gets the tequila and he asks Django to spell his name. Because it's his name. Uh, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so when he's like, the D is silent, he goes, I cool. know. You know, because yeah. it's yeah. Cool. Funny. I mean, yeah. cool. A lot of references and a lot of Tarantino very films I will cool. never understand. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very, the cool. B films, you know, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yep. The B movie starring Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yes. We have to talk about the B movie, isn't it? It's so good. 
And Christoph Waltz is just so good. Doctor Schultz is one of my favorite oh, yeah. characters in like any movie. Yeah, ever. he's he's great. He's I'm I think, so sad when he dies. Yeah, I think so for spoilers. me he's right. He's right around. He, he's not quite my 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 favorite Tarantino character is Colonel Hans Landa. Um, and glorious about oh my god you have seen at Walmart for five bucks it was in, it the, is, it was in the bargain bin what it, it's one of my favorite films of all time it's in like my top I ten I love it definitely um, I think I think I was Christoph Waltz in every whatever Tarantino film he does he's amazing um, but I thought Hans Landa is the best character anyway wow yeah, yeah, he's really Truly good. Inspiration. Okay, th- I think I have one last film, and then we'll move on to the next one. No, I also have one, one more film. Oh, oh wait, th- you just said Django. Okay, you just said Django. Okay, I have okay. one more now. So I watched uh, the uh, I watched James Gunn. I watched the James Gunn film oh, yeah. Super, starring Dwight, starring Rain Wilson. Oh. Uh, I watched it because uh, they were talking about it on Half in the Bag, and I was like, it's it's not on any it's not on any list of mine, but I was just in the mood to watch. Just a random movie, so I watched it, and uh, it's a very interesting movie. It's about uh, basically Rain Wilson, uh, his his wife, essentially starts o- very openly cheating on him, basically just like leaving him uh, with this, um, I guess like pimp type character who's played by Kevin Bacon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's just a really big jerk, and uh, Rain Wilson instead of instead of saying like oh, I can't believe she left me, he he kind of kind of loses it and turns into uh, um and instead decides to uh dress up as a uh as a, a superhero and start going around fighting crime in order to uh get his wife back <laughs> and he comes around with an uh, he, his weapon is an allen wrench and it's just it's just <laughs> extremely incredibly over the top and and violent i think that's like the best part about it is just like how open and, and like free it is with the violence there's a scene where rain wilson is waiting in line and it's like you know like classic uh jerk like ken wins uh Mm -hmm. he's like he's like cuts cuts in line and uh rain wilson says like hey you can't do that and and uh he says whatever man he like goes back on his phone and then you see rain wilson very obviously rushing over to his car on the other street getting in the car putting on his costume (laughs) in open daylight coming out with an allen wrench and bashing his skull (laughs) like bashing his skull multiple times you see like a skull plop open but yeah I'm very I thought, excited to watch it it's a it's a it's an indie it's an indie film and it has those like indie film uh <laughs> indie film like trademarks it's kind of like the uh it's a bit like I guess um uh, I don't know like tr- trying too hard but I think that but I think they, they almost kind of make fun of that they use like the they use like a very very uh very quintessential like indie song uh s- soundtrack where it's like La 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 la. But they, but they, when they play that song, it's just Rain Wilson killing a man, <laughs> uh, making a pipe wow. bomb and throwing it at people. So, anyways, yeah, and he meets a, he meets a, a girl, who's, uh, I, she's 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 in X Men, I think. I don't know her name, but she meets a girl and she becomes his sidekick, and she's like a comic book nerd. Uh, this kind of sounds like kick ass, but Is it Ellen he's wearing Page? great costume. Yeah. Ellen Page. Page, she was in. Oh, she was in Inception. Yes, well. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That's that's her main thing. But yeah, yeah it was right. pretty funny. Who did she play in X Men? But uh, yeah. oh, um, oh my God, jeez. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking oh. about. Sam Neill, that's his name. The guy from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Just came to me. <laughs> Sam Neill. He was also in In the Mouth of Madness, which is great. Oh, okay. Mm. Ellen Page <laughs> plays Catherine Kitty Pride slash Shadow Cat. 
I don't even remember. I mean, wow. I've seen all those X Men films. I, I didn't. Have, she, yeah, she helps um, Wolverine go back in time. And oh, she's out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's, he's Kevin, what was your last film on the 19th? Uh, Whiplash. Oh my god! You watched it again! You watched it with Adam and Ben John. I also watched it with Adam and Ben John. Gotta watch it. Introduce some more good cinema. Uh, I've also seen this twice in one this year. This is my third time overall watching it. Um, and good god, it's just so good. So good. Yeah. Wow. Uh, We watched the the short a couple weeks ago, of course, and I was... It just really does make a difference, that lighting. It just right. adds so much more of a, of a dark feel to it and so much more intensity, anxiety. It's I just... Also, well, I, I, I listened... I was literally getting dressed today, and I turned on the Whiplash soundtrack. This is such a... like mm-hmm. I, I, It was a random coincidence. But I, I just threw on Whiplash, and it was, it was awesome. I was just jamming out. Yeah. Was, was after... After I watch the movie each time, I just have Caravan stuck in my head. Oh my god! And Whiplash. It's just so. It's just so good. And the camera movement, how it follows the drums, especially in the end. Have you seen it, Sam? Sam has. You haven't seen Whiplash. Oh my gosh! But yeah, just how it follows the drums at the end. Just phenomenal. There's drums at the end of Whiplash. No, spoiling. I'm getting out of here. And not to not to spoil the end too much, just but when they both stop. Okay, Become one. It's just. Does someone transmorph into another person? Yeah, I mean, and then he does this. You know what I mean? And then he does this. It's like the best. Right. It's like the best movie. I gotta project my voice more now, otherwise I'm gonna get frowned out. I mumble a lot. Hello! There we go. Much there better. we go. The ending is now just one of the best things ever. Um, Home movie is one of the best things ever. This is why Damien Chazelle yeah, is just my, really amazing. favorite directors. Nothing, no one can play Fletcher except for J.K. Simmons. He just, yeah. he just is perfect. Are you one of just those single tier people? Man. There's no, there's not a freaking That's Mars a classic quote, right, there. Sam? There's no Mars Sam bar knows. down there. <laughs> Elmer Fudd. Quote, right, Sam? <laughs> Uh, yep, uh, I'd give it a perfect 10 out of 10. It's yeah. just one of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, Adam and Benjamin like, agreed. Uh, by the way. And that's all I saw on the 19th. Mm-hmm. What about the 20th, everybody? May I? I I'm going to say something. Oh, go ahead. You go don't ahead. have to raise your hand, Luke. This okay. is a safe space. This is an audio-only podcast. It doesn't matter for it. Um, I watched two Dave Chappelle specials on mm. the 20th. Very good. Um, the fir- it, it was part of the... It's a, it's a combo. There was... Um, Dave Chappelle, The Age of Spin, um, followed by Dave Chappelle, Deep in the Heart of Texas. Um, I thought Dave Chappelle, The Age of Spin, is the best stand-up special I've ever seen in my entire life. I loved it. I love. I've seen it. I've seen it before. I hadn't seen Deep in the Heart of Texas before, but I, I've seen The Age of Spin. It's just, every joke is just perfect. The, it, there's a lot of uh, there. There was the whole O.J. Simpson thing. Kevin, you, have you seen the? I have. So, I've, oh. I've seen Equanimity and the Bird Revelation. And okay. I watched the new one he did last year. Oh, okay. I think the one just called Dave Chappelle, and that's it. Okay. Yeah, this one's... I, I recommend you check out The Age of Spin. Deep in the Heart of Texas was good. I give it I gave it an 8 out of 10, because I just love Dave Chappelle. I thought it was really good, but The Age of Spin is where it's at. I think give it a mm. 10 out of 10. Wow. Yeah, my, Dave Chappelle is definitely my favorite comedian by far. He's very the great. funniest he's, person ever. He's, I love he's, his specials. He's terrific, not only because what he says is funny, but... His jokes are so relevant always, mm-hmm. and he's always he always finds a way Talks to talk about crit- such important stuff. Yeah, he always finds a way to critique society in mm-hmm. his in his sketches. Yeah, um, and I I think he's amazing. He's a genius. He is a total genius. If you've seen Eight Forty Six, I need to watch it. Yeah, Eight Forty Six was great. I saw it when it came out. Um, 
which is just it, it was like just taking all of the social critiques from his stand-up and just putting it into something less comedic and more yeah. let's talk about this i thought it was really wonderful dave Chappelle is is so great just he's just great that's all that's all i have to say just watch those very funny good, jokes very good never watched a single one of his specials oh my gosh, me neither i'd recommend you start with the age of spin probably like i, I think it's just a really good launching off point a lot of people are really offended by some of his jokes even i'm afraid that we don't have enough stove the... top stuffing for everybody <laughs> so i kicked her in the... <laughs> that's a quite yeah, a funny yeah. joke equanimity baby you should watch equanimity. it yeah just watch all of them just watch all of uh there's a lot of it's on to. netflix yeah. they're all on netflix all the new ones when he came back he was he disappeared for like 10 years yeah. after quitting the i want to watch the hell show like, too yeah I yeah i've yeah, seen watched the spell show i just seen one one sketch of a uh, it's, he's a blind KKK member. I didn't know he was black. It's quite funny. It's quite funny. Yeah, that's good. Uh, well, uh, 20th? On the 20th, 20th uh, me and Kevin, uh, we embarked on a journey oh, that... What? Oh, I have one more technically that oh. I watched before that. I watched 22 Lord. Jump Street. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, God. the sequel to 21 Jump Street. Mm. Um, it was worse than 21 Jump Street. They made about 100 jokes about it being a sequel, and they made jokes about the budget. They said, oh, oh, because like, like the movie budget and the the police budget, they made jokes about that. They said, oh, the the police department didn't give a, a big enough budget. We had that chase in the beginning already. We can't do two more, too many more stunts. I was like, huh? Uh-huh. I just kept hitting my head and rolling my eyes over and over. Um, it's literally the exact same movie as 21 Jump Street and it wasn't that good I give it a 5 out of 10 mm. don't they go to a college in the they second go, they one? go to college in the second one yeah instead of high school because they're 22 years old and everybody knows you go yeah. to high school the best part was actually the after credit scene because they made jumps of, they made a bunch of jokes they said 23 Jump Street uh, I didn't nursing see school clip, 24 Jump Street uh, we're going to be firemen, and they go all the way to like 40 Jump Street. It's pretty funny. They just do it between sketches. They do it. Bill Haters in the after credit scene, actually. Okay. It's pretty funny. I still want to watch yeah. Barry. I haven't watched that. Oh my oh, gosh, you need either. to watch you, No, yeah. you have seen Barry. Oh, Barry's seen Barry. one of the best shows ever. I've seen like the first episode with my parents. Usually the problem yeah. is I watch it with, with, with them, and they're like, oh, I didn't like it, so they just don't oh, watch yeah. it. Your parents Epi- like episode you. 7. Parents they don't like, like nice guys. guys no, my parents yeah. did. My, my dad didn't like it the first time he saw it. He liked it more this time, but my mom thought it was dumb. So it's so clever. Episode oh. seven of Barry is like when it shifts to comedic to just it really gets real and it's just it's so Kinda good. Like in Better Call you Saul. gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Better Call Saul so started good. off a little rocky for me, and then like episode five, it was it was the episode um, that was like almost exclusively with uh, you know bald guy Mike. Mike, yeah. Is <laughs> it got Mike's name? Got Mike's name. Oh my gosh. Mike's the Classa. Um, but you know that you know what I'm talking about that it was like the flashback episode. It's one of the best about episodes his, of TV. Him being a cop. Seen. Yeah. 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 One of my favorite episodes of all time. Yeah, his, Mike's Mike's the best character of that show. Yeah, He's definitely. Amazing. You should catch him. I I haven't seen the season finale. That's it though. Hmm. Yeah. So Twenty One Jump Street, and then as Zach was saying, uh, on the twentieth of June, me and Kevin decided to watch a film that we've. Uh, we've Wanted that, to have that we wanted in the back to watch of our mind for like a year. This is a film uh, called "The Forty-One-Year-Old Virgin Who Knocked Up Sarah Marshall and Felt Super Bad About It." Uh, now, as as you may, may know, uh, that's that's the name of four classic Jed Apatow comedies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this film is without a doubt the worst uh, 
film I've ever seen in my entire life. It's yep. just the most awful thing ever. <laughs> Me and Kevin were just sitting. We didn't. We didn't laugh at all. Me and Kevin were basically just sitting there, <laughs> just like, just like, uh, in j- awe, in shock awe of how just, just how terrible it was. In, yeah, just. The worst. It's it's a uh, it's not it's not funny in any way. It's not even so bad. It's funny. It's just it's just Mm-mm. pathetic. And because it's it's trying to be funny, I think. And for that reason, you know, if a movie if a movie is trying to be funny and it's and it's really bad, then it's not going to be. Then you you can't find any humor of yeah. how bad the comedy is because it's just not funny. Bad comedy is just. But bad. it's just the worst type of comedy. It's just yep. constant. Well, it's con. It's first of all, it's like incredibly racist. Oh yeah. I, I kept the tally of every single, like, offensive joke. Mm-hmm. I, I'll go through the list right now. It was racist towards pretty much every race, um, extremely homophobic, uh, transphobic, sexist. Pretty much every, like, woman, female character was literally only there for to be a sex object or, like, make a joke about sex. And they even made fun of blind people and compared to them to dolphins and made them do echolocation. So it's <laughs> just the worst. Uh-huh. It's just yeah. the worst thing I've ever seen. That sounds funny in theory. It's not. <laughs> the, the ending. Uh, does anyone mind if I spoil the ending? I don't care. And, really and if there's any, the right now. if there's right. any sensitive ears, the yeah, this will <laughs> turn off. It's a bit of, uh, raunchy. The ending, of course. Uh, the main character is is uh, supposed to be. Yeah. Have you seen the forty year old version? I have. Seen it's the basically movie. the same movie as the forty year old version. But that. But it's worse. And, they, and it's basically super bad and forty uh, year old version. Like basically. Yeah. There's a weird B plot of super bad that just. Makes no sense. They don't even like. It's uh, just because it makes fun of super bad. There's also there's also. A, and then they do like a Sarah Marshall part for t- t- like ten minutes. There's a dated reference to I think like a, a Verizon commercial or something that they yeah. did three times. Yeah. Didn't get that. It wasn't alive. And they, they make a very out of place and random reference to there will be, there will be blood. Yeah. Does the mm. whole milkshake Absolutely monologue. no context whatsoever. Yeah. They just they does it. They also make a very brief reference to Pulp Fiction for some reason. Um, like the whole. The, yeah, the whole thing <laughs> says uh, just the, just the scene where uh, John Travolta walks in and Mia Wallace is like, oh, "What are you saying over there, drinks. guys? Seems I, like you're whispering to each other." Oh, <laughs> the famous filmmaker of Santa Clarita. Yeah, uh, yes. you can tell by his Instagram bio that he's a filmmaker because he said it about himself. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, filmmaker. Gotta love those people. Uh, anyways, yeah, what were you saying? Ju- um, I don't know. Yeah, the the ending. The ending. Oh yeah, okay. the ending. Do you remember the end? You remember the end? Have you seen the forty year old version? Yeah. The the right. ending of the forty year old version is great. They finally have right. sex, and he turns to the camera, seconds, and they yeah. do a beautiful cover of uh, this the dawning of the age of Aquarius for no reason, but it's really funny and really awesome. And Paul Rudd gets up and dances, and it's really great, and it's a great ending. But in the forty one year old version, when they finally have sex. Uh, his, 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 so, he is so, uh, his, he, he, oh, yeah. so he's not even, a, he, he's, not only is he a virgin, but he's out, he never jerked off in his life either, so he's, he has never ejaculated in his he's 41 years of life. I was going to send this episode and, to my mom, but I don't think I will. <laughs> and when he finally reaches, um, completion, <laughs> he, uh, he pretty much, <laughs> again, I'm about to say, turn off your ears. He pretty much comes like a fire hot hose of just of just come 
and it like floods an entire city of cum. It literally, it really, literally floods the city, and they cut to a news report, and they say a strange liquid is falling from the sky. Yeah. A strange warm, salty liquid is covering this ocean. I like how they say that like somebody tasted it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's literally the worst movie I've ever seen in my wow. life, without a doubt. Sounds like cloudy with a chance of cum. <laughs> <laughs> I think one day I'll, I I I I have that's all the next asylum parody. <laughs> I have all four of the movies that they reference in the title, and then I have that one on Blu-ray too. I have all five of the movies, so I think wow. me and Mason are going one day going to watch all five of them in one day. <laughs> I, I've warned him it won't be funny, but he wants to do it. So it's only eighty minutes. It's not oh, okay. that unbearable. It actually is though, but it's it's not. Okay. Too on bad. paper, it's not. it really I is it, though. I think it goes by decently fast but it's just while you're in it, it's just like uh, you're just miserable in shock kind of like the, the guy from um office the, the asian gym he says the oh. n-word with a hard r in it because mm-hmm. it's funny oh that's hilarious because saying the n-word with those hard r is funny and that's Very that's funny. the whole movie pretty much summed it oh, up to it wow. joe rogan starring friend, joe rogan's it? friend brian oh. cullen does he oh. play my, the uh what's his name that's not even the worst part. There's so many inconsistencies in it, too, because in the beginning, the very opening scene is him trying to have sex with a woman, and then, like, 30 minutes later, he goes, what'd you give up on trying to be a... Why are you a virgin? He said, I don't know. I just gave up on trying, I guess. But I was like, literally, this morning, you try to have sex, dude. What are you talking about? Get it straight. I get it. The writers just forgot because they just wanted to make cram in every, every joke they could make. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of um, having completion for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, true story, there were two Japanese people um, that a man and a woman that had waited until marriage to have sex, and I assume they hadn't have um, masturbated mm-hmm. before, um, so they had never had an orgasm, and they both found out on that same day when they were married and had sexual intercourse that their hearts were not healthy enough for sex, wow. and they both died of a heart attack. Wow. That's yep. just beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? Must have been beautiful the best romance. ending to your life, life of all time. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it's a great way to go out. Anyway, yeah. True story. But the fetus still grew inside of the corpse for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. That happens um, in the um, Living Dead remake. Or is that the right movie? But I don't know. One of the George Romero movie remakes where they're at the mall and there's a zombie baby. Oh, nice. Good. Never seen I'm not a nerd like you. That's wow. true. Uh, are we still on all the right, 20th? that's all I watched on the on the 20th. I watched those two movies. On the 21st. Oh, wait, does that give anything on the 20th? I just have to check my phone. Beep, boop, boop. Uh, nope. Okay. Except for the 41 anniversary. Yeah, it's going on to on the 21st, Sam. On the 21st, I watched um, The Warriors. Never heard of it. It's a Close 90s movie about uh, a gang in 70s New York that gets separated from, like, they're, like, uh, across the bay, uh, and they have to get back home, and every gang in the streets against them, and it, it's pretty neat. I mean, it's, like, just a fun, classic uh, late 80s, early 90s action movie, mm. and, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's, it's you know, it's obviously a little dated yeah. because it's the 90s. Um, but it's good. I, I would give it like a three and a half or a four. I mean, you know, cause I don't know how influential it was. I would just have to assume that, uh, cause that's what my dad tells me is, oh, it's very influential. And it's like, mm. great. I haven't seen all those repercussions cause right. I didn't see it and then mm. see all the movies after it. But mm. yeah. 
I just watched uh, your recommendation because you recommended about ten percent of the films on my hundred movie list. I watched <laughs> Judge Dredd, which is another '90s movie that is. Uh, oh, you watched the '90s one? Yes. I was talking about the new one. Oh, oh God! No. I have to watch another one. <laughs> now I have to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so man. sorry you watched the Stallone one. I have, yeah, to, I, I, have to ch- I have to change it on my list now. No, well, I guess I just saw an extra movie. That is just insane. Uh, I, I've never even know. seen that one. I have no Maybe idea. Maybe you should go through all the recommendations and make sure it's the right one. I can't ask these people. I just ask uh, practical strangers. You mean Dread from 2012? Yeah. You said Judge well, Your words were Judge everyone Dredd. Everyone I know calls it Judge Dredd because that's well, the name of the comic book okay, character. But Judge mm-hmm. Dredd is the one from 1995 and Dredd. Just Dread, no Judge. It's from 2000. All right, you're right. That's my bad. I apologize. Oh, Maybe he said Sam. Just Dread, but you misheard it as Judge <laughs> Dread. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my aid. Yes, of course. <laughs> On the uh, oh oh, where are you still going? Heck, are you doing? I'm just, uh, just chilling. Okay. <laughs> the 21st. Okay. 21st. Oh, I watched wow. Lady in the Tramp, the original film, oh, not the live not action the Disney Plus. I'm, I'm going to be doing the uh, later. So right now I'm doing the Disney Classics binge. That's like 58 films, I think. Wow. Um, and then I will move on to the live-action films in which I'll watch all the oh, terrible no. live-action remakes oh, in a row. No. Yeah, it's going to be very no. terrible. I've, I haven't seen any of them. I've refused to watch them for so many years, and now I'm deciding I'm going to watch them. I haven't even seen uh, Maleficent. Oh, do I have to watch that, too? Well, that's the count. But it's not, but it's not a re. Yeah, there's no Maleficent anime. kind of a retelling. Movie. It's, yeah, well, it's, it's a retelling. It's, it's not like a remake. From the alternate perspective, I guess. I, I'm not going to watch Maleficent as part of this. This will just be like The Lion King and The Jungle Book and all that. I just anyway. watched 101 Dalmatians, the live action remake, which is the oft forgotten like first. Was the 90s film? Remake. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, yeah I remember I, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, second, I was younger, I haven't seen 102 it. 102 like Dalmatians sucked, though. I started watching Cinderella 2. Dreams come true. That's on my it's on my list because Ben recommended it to me because his dad because really? his dad. If you look in the credits, or no no, his dad worked on Cinderella three. Look in the credits, oh. it should be here. But I watched. I, he also worked on One Hundred One Dalmatians two, and I might review it. Interesting. Ben, tell your dad this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he also worked on Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Oh yeah. But he worked on Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, so I think it balances oh. out. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, sorry, jeez, what did I watch? Lady and the Tramp. Tramp. It, it was okay. I, I liked it as much as I liked Aristocats. I know you're going to chastise me for this. But... There's the straw. We can make a convincing <laughs> whipping sound effect with a straw. <laughs> it yeah. was fine. I didn't really care. It, it was It was another one of the... I guess it, I guess you could call this more laid back, mm-hmm. akin to the Aristocats. Um, it's, ba- it's essentially it's very similar very plot much, to the Aristocats. It's the exact same movie. They live in a house... And then they get lost, and then they come back to the house. I think I think <laughs> I think I like the Aristocats more because it's less like it's less formal because it, yeah, it's more it doesn't fun. start the movie with like here's the dog she was she was grown up and she uh, and she had lots of friends but one day she got lost and the Aristocats is just like the plot just happens and they go through it yeah. and there's no like yeah. big there's no like formalities. It's a ve- they're very similar, basically the same film but with cats and with. Ones with cats, ones with dogs. Yeah. So original. A lot um, of dog movies in the Disney yeah, franchise. Yeah. There's Oliver mm. and Company. Uh, Talking Animals, so. Yeah. Another one Air that Bud. I can't remember. That's not. Air Bud, Snow Bolt. Buddies. <laughs> Bolt, yeah. That's Bolt? a good one. Halloween no, that's, Buddies, that's, I don't think Spooky that's like, Buddies, sure Valentine Buddies. Bolt is Disney. Bolt is Disney. Bolt is Disney. Yeah. What? I know, you don't, it doesn't feel like it's a Disney film. It feels like high danger for breakfast. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I never hated that kid as a movie. Bolt. I did not like Bolt. I like Bolt. Bolt. Bolt has a similar plot to 101 Let's Dalmatians 2, Patch's London Adventure. No. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Let's put a pin. Oh, anyway, so Lady in the Trap was fine. Seen Bolt once. I Bolt was directed by John Travolta. I mean, he what? was one no. of the directors. I think so. What the hell? That's what it said. Here, uh, well, of course, now I can't see it. Oh, wait, no, no. He was the voice of Bolt. What? No, but he did also direct it. There were three what? directors. Wow. Wait, no, there were two. Oh. <laughs> this is, this a, is just okay, a drawing Chris Williams, of emotions. Chris Williams and Brian Howard. John Travolta definitely did not direct Bolt. Yeah, sorry, my bad. It listed them when I was like looking at the little description below the link. It said that... It says, uh, yeah, okay, so I just like, skipped over the with. So but did he like, play Bolt? Yeah, he played he Bolt. He played Bolt. Okay. That poor man has just made the worst career decisions in his penny. entire life. Oh, God. I think he enjoys playing bad roles. Probably. That's probably what Lucy. he plays. Lucy! <laughs> uh, Bobbycock! Oh, yeah, the fanatic. I forgot about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's all I watched on the 21st. Well, we watched uh, the so- the Philosopher's Stone, the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, but we shouldn't talk You're about that. You're not talking about that? Uh, we're gonna, of course. We should, for the audience at home, oh, yes. Uh, me and Kevin are watching all the Harry Potter movies, one, one, one each one each day for the next, I guess, next four days, because we've already watched the first four. Yes, and tonight... Oh, it is recording. Yes, and tonight... <laughs> <laughs> yes, and tonight we're going to watch subtle. Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> we're going to watch that tonight on the beautiful DVD. Good movie. Yes, uh, uh, and what were you th- what you were thinking was... Uh, where... Well, uh, we're here with Luke, of course, and Luke is a big Harry Potter fan. Uh, Huge. Me and Luke, uh, uh, you know, one of the, probably one of the big reasons why we're friends is because of our sh- shared love for Harry Potter. We it's talked true. about it all the time back when uh, those movies were coming out and stuff. I mean, when we were reading the books, and uh, so Luke just watched, rewatched all of them, right? Very pretty yes, recently. I rewatched them uh, the beginning of this whole quarantine, like probably a month in. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And me and Kevin are doing it, so we thought instead of talking about it here and talking about like the first four this week and the next four next week, we'll give a special, exclusive Harry Potter treatment in the in the I guess could be it could be an ongoing series. We could do other uh, we could do other franchises maybe, but oh, I mean so we don't we don't have to do it specifically. Analyze frame by frame every shot. Of yeah, <laughs> we should start a podcast where we just one by one uh, talk about one frame from Harry Potter until we go through all of it. <laughs> that would actually uh, be a cool segment of based on like franchise reviews. Mm-hmm. And you go through that'd be okay. That's a good idea. But anyway, so we're gonna do a separate episode. So it's gonna be, be another soon. bonus episode, just like the oh, oh, with trivia, trivia hour. You know what we should do? Also, if you want to do the whole Harry Potter franchise, you have to include the Fantastic Beasts. No. Part 1 and yeah. 2. Disgusting. I will terrible. never watch those Zachary, movies. Zachary, we saw Kevin's, that together. Kevin's, Kevin's, I will Kevin's never watch those movies. We saw The Crimes of Grindelwald together in theaters, oh. and it was awful. I hated, hated it. it. That's like the worst big budget movie you've ever seen. Disgusting. Well, no, I wouldn't go like that far. It was a really oh, bad I would. film. Though. I hated it. As a diehard... Harry Potter. I, I really, I really, the per- worst part of the end, I, I literally just, I literally was just basically like yelling at the screen in my head when <laughs> at the end when they said, and you are Credence Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> and, uh, Shut up. Stupid. Yeah, I've never watched those movies and I will never watch those movies. Okay. Never mind. We don't. They make them. me sick. Just wait till you watch them. <laughs> It'll really make you sick. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so yeah, we're gonna skip those. So that that that, that comprises the that comprises the rest of the movies I've watched this week, except uh, for I watched. I watched. Yes. Still watching yes. stuff. Oh, that was your knee, not my foot rest. <laughs> <laughs> I've been leaning up the whole time. 
Okay. <laughs> I was waiting to see how long it took. I grazed Zach's foot and he looked at me and I winked at him. <laughs> hey, start thinking of your recommendations. Oh, yes, of course. Oh. You have um, just think about it for the end of the episode. Um, right. Very quickly, we I can watched. pause the podcast um, at some point. Because I, I, I realized. Nope, we're live right now. <laughs> I, I realized a couple weeks ago. Um, during the podcast that I've, I've watched almost all of Adam McKay's films unintentionally, mm-hmm. but I just have. Uh, so I decided to watch the four uh, short films that he has on Letterboxd. Yeah. The Funny or Die shorts, The Landlord, Good Cap, Baby Cop, which were uh, the exact same movie pretty much. The, the Landlord is, the whole joke is that the Landlord wants money, but it's played by Adam McKay's one-year-old daughter. It's quite funny. <laughs> Good Cop, Baby Cop, the Baby Cop is Adam McKay's one-year-old daughter. It's cute and it's funny. It's the same exact thing both times, though. And then the, the Procedure was the next one which was actually very funny. It stars Willem Dafoe. It's about a... Uh, you can get uh, any song you want. Not like not like a uh, iPod or anything. Just only one song constant, permanently implanted into your brain over playing over on a loop. It's a bit of a silly concept, but it was pretty funny. Willem Dafoe sells it. He's a funny guy. And then finally I watched The Green Team, the other short about uh, with John C. Riley, Will, Will Ferrell, and Adam McKay making jokes about uh, being green. It's funny. They say, here's a helpful tip. Wrap your own feces in tinfoil and store it in a cooler. And they just make, you know, over-the-top jokes like that. So that's... Life hack. That's what I watched. <laughs> and the, uh, the only the thing I have to watch now is The Big Short, and then I will have seen all these films. Wow. Uh, and as well as that, that night, I also watched all the films from 1895 on Letterboxd. Wow. All the way from The Card Game, which doesn't exist anymore, to... Um, actually, no. So it you does. didn't watch it, all the way to all, all the way to all the way to workers leaving the Lumiere factory. <laughs> Every single film, eighteen ninety-five. I think I've seen almost all the eighteen eighties films. I know Zach has seen yeah. all of them. I've seen all of them. You've seen all of them. I've seen almost seen all. There's not too many. I started watching them one day and I was like, this is kind of boring. Although there were a lot of naked women in the eighteen eighties. So many. I would appreciate it if someone came out with like a like a box set of like like the first ten years of movies. So you just pop in a disc and you don't have to like search for right. It took me a while to find them. Make it. I could. They're definitely well within the public domain. Very yeah, much. they're just on yeah. YouTube. All of them. Um, yeah. yeah, that'd be exciting. We should we should do that. We can make them into a big DVD. Um, yeah. Is that that's the rest of your week, Kevin? Well, we both yeah. watched Kevin. Well, I don't know when this was, but I watched those on the tw- on the morning of the twenty first, like midnight of twenty first, like two, two in the morning. I finished them. When um, we both watched on that day, we also watched two. Uh, yeah, two random videos on YouTube. Yeah, we watched Screenshot Snapshots Series 10, number 8, yes. and Blow-Ups of 1946. Yeah. Blow-Ups of 1946 is a blooper reel from all, from Warner Brothers from 1946. Yeah, and it's Ronald not, it's not, uh, it's not um, that entertaining. It's just like any other blooper reel. It's just fun to see like old actors like swearing. And oh, like, yeah, well, breaking the, their yeah, like, like, Yeah, the best, yeah. the best blooper reel I've seen from <clears throat> the Warner Brothers one is the uh, Porky Pig saying... Am I allowed to swear? Sure. To swear. You swore last time. I did swear. Well, that was unintentionally. Just slipped out. Um, yeah, I'll just show it to you guys later, but Porky Pig says, son of a bitch. It's awesome. Oh, man. It's from like 1939 it's or something. Funny. It's just it really funny to watch. I, you never expect Does that. Does he say it in the voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show it to you guys. Well, and then screenshot snapshots was a uh, thing saying, look at all these actors. They're doing stuff that, besides acting, it's so crazy. Look wow. At them. Uh, yeah, not that cool. Sam, you have anything for the rest of the week? 
Uh, yeah, I have three more movies. So, All right. wow. you do one, I do one, you do one, I do one. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so on the 22nd, I watched uh, Blue Velvet, which uh, the, only, uh, the only thing I, I heard about it. it is, uh. oh, well, there's like a really intense scene of it in The Squid and the Whale, which, uh, mm. I forget everybody's names. Uh, he did the Meyerowitz story as a marriage story. Noah Baumbach. Yeah, Noah I Bombach. love him. I don't know why I forget everybody's names, but yeah, Noah Baumbach had... Uh, a scene where uh, the dad and his teenage son and new girlfriend went to go see that movie, and that was that was pretty funny. And that was the only context I had for it, so it was very good. It was David very Lynch. tense. Um, yeah, it was. David I've Lynch. never seen a David Lynch that film. shit crazy movie. So boy, oh boy, when he just huffs that gas and goes, "Mommy!" Yeah, my mom. Man, I was that. just watching that, going, "What well, in well, the actual it. world?" I know. It doesn't really give too much away, but. Boy, oh man, when once Dennis Hooper arrives on screen, he is a really just an insane villain. Yeah. My, crazy, my mom crazy said movie. that back when that movie came out, that was like the original meme with her friends. So they would just do that to really? each other. They would just go, Mommy! <laughs> In broad daylight at the mall or whatever. That's quite funny, actually. Yeah. All right, Blue Velvet's amazing. All right. So you should watch it sometime. Awesome. My my next film on the twenty third was Mean Girls. Oh man, I love I Mean love Girls. Mean I love Mean Girls so much. Great it's movie. so good. Great. I did not. Okay, so we started watching this in Miss Khalil's class, which probably not something you should be watching. We watch it in uh, in Mr. Walker's class uh, every year. Oh yeah, Miss Khalil is Ms. no longer a biology teacher. What? She she. I think she's going back to her uh, you know monkey study program. You're kidding me. No, she left. Oh. I think I don't, she I, yeah, I don't know I don't know I don't really know why why she became a biology teacher because it seems like her real passion is like doing yeah, biology. Doing biology yeah. She feels like she it feels like she uh, should should just go. Wow, and where'd you go? Uh, she, she put it on Google Classroom. No way. She said, "Hey guys, sorry, I'm leaving. Uh, I had a great time. This is actually my last year teaching. So, so she stopped for, for two years. years. Oh well." Jesus. Okay, anyway, Mean Girls, really great film. My favorite quote, I wrote this in my Letterboxd review, was where the where the sex ed teacher, the PE teacher, whatever he was, don't have sex, because you will get pregnant and die. Don't have sex in the missionary position. Don't have sex standing up. Just just don't don't, just don't do it. Promise? Okay, everybody take some rubbers. And he has, like, this huge has box of condoms. And the, Tina Fey yeah. perfectly captures um high school comedy it's it, you know obviously it's not very realistic to what high school is actually like as all high school no movies high school aren't movies are. except for spider-man homecoming which is a great high school film <laughs> but i i loved i loved mean girls it was yeah. perfect i, I think the only clue. yes the and only the only high school movie i think i like better than this would be clueless uh, clueless I is mm, I, I fantastic good. film you should like great movie yeah, Mean Girls. Is a, mean Girls, I've Clueless. I've seen it five yeah. times. Not so. films I would expect to like, yeah, but mean films Girls. I both adore. It's just great. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. Fantastic. Just, you should yeah. watch the musical, too. It's actually pretty good. All right. The set designers are really good. Sam, next film? Um, and then on the 23rd, I watched uh, Singing in the Rain. Haven't seen it. Uh, I think some of it. It's just, there's nothing not to like. It's like it's just such a fun, easy movie. Except for that, like, eight-minute-long sequence. That... Oh, near the end. Yeah, the one where it just... Keeps uh, going and yeah, going. Really, I usually it, hate it looks kind of It looks nice, but it just really just... Yeah. I, I hate musicals, but I liked Les Miserables, and I liked this. 
I, mm. I, I've been turned into a musical fan. As a great story. Right, by Kira. Yeah, by Kira, yeah. We've, t- yeah, we've, we've talked about this story. on our podcast, but Kira has turned me into a huge There's not too many fan of musicals. Yeah. Right. And, they and they're, they're all really good and fun. They're just so entertaining yeah. and visually just great. And they're fast. They're, they're never, mm-hmm. like, dra- bl- dragging and slow, and you're never, like... I want this song to end so I can right. keep watching the movie. You're like, this is yeah. the movie. That's what you're there. Yeah. So you, yeah. Because, yeah, that's what I always think with musicals. So like, if they, if they have 30% of it is just like pointless music. Unless they just stop there and do right. a slow ballad about the bowl of rice they had that yeah. morning. Anytime you watch uh, a... a um, you, know, you know the guy that wrote all those famous musicals. Um, my God. John Stephen Sondheim. Bruce? Stephen Sondheim is... Like his, his whatever whenever a song of his comes on, like whenever I'm watching a movie where he's written the, the songs for the for the play, he's absolutely incredible. I think none of his songs are wasted. It's not the musical morning routine. It's not pointless schmack like I see in a lot of schmack. Disney films where it's just so dumb. Um, his his songs are absolutely incredible and, and like smart. So I feel like my problem with a lot of musicals is that it's just straight up exposition that you can't get away with when you're just talking. But because they're singing in a musical format, they can just spew out such straightforward exposition the entire time. And I feel like that happens in a lot of Disney films. But in, in Sondheim lyrics, it's it's actually like clever. You, you have to you have to read between the lines, if you will. And I, I love what is that. He, um, he wrote Into the Woods, all the musical. He wrote, um, my, I, I loved uh, Sweeney Todd. Um, he's, he's written a lot of music. A lot of lot of plays, and they adapt them into movies. Um, but speaking of musicals, I didn't really like. Just want to quickly mention the seventeenth Mary Poppins. Did not like Mary Poppins very much. The I, original one. The original Mary mm-hmm. Poppins with, yeah, with Dick Van Dyke and. Uh, the movie Dwayne about Andrews. making it is a lot better than the actual. Movie. Oh, uh, uh, Saving, Saving Mr. Mr. Banks. Banks. Yeah, yeah I remember really that good. one. Yeah, I I just didn't like Mary Poppins very much. I think it was very long. I don't um, think I've ever seen the movie in full. Uh, exactly, yeah, that kind of like yeah. proves the point. That, it's just like, why would thing. you? you I, I I was very bored throughout a lot of the film. Harry Poppins isn't in it for the first half hour, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the typical, you know. Here's it, it was I'm it was sad very much. Sh- yeah, right. It was right. very it was Sound of Music, but worse. It was very similar plot yeah. to Sound of Music. The you nanny the comes in. Yeah, yeah I, cool. I, I, you saw I the, much prefer Sound I was gonna see it. I I had a I had a plan where I I stayed up all night just because you know. A couple of years, or like a year ago, I do it occasionally. Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch Mary Poppins on my VHS tape, uh, and then I'm gonna go see Mary Poppins Returns. But then I fell asleep during Mary yeah. Poppins. And now your VCR doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mary. See, I, I think they're very, they're very, very similar films. Like the plot is practically the same. Um, minus the Nazis. Minus the Nazis. Done in very different ways, and I think. Well, let's right let's put her on the podcast. Yeah, let's put my mom. On the podcast. <laughs> what like, what movies Poppins? did you watch yeah. this week? Hey, we're kind of busy yeah, right now. Well, you have to go into the settings, and then control center. For our audio listeners, Luke is talking to his sister. He looks exactly like him. <laughs> okay. You know, it pisses me off. As I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm very tech savvy, so my whole family just comes to me with questions they could just very easily and quickly Google up, yeah. themselves. <laughs> and you know, so what I, what I end up doing half the time is if I don't know, I just Google it and I get the answer in two seconds. It's like you could have done that yourself. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, sound of music is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Sound of Music yeah. is a perfect musical for me. Mary Poppins, not so much. Uh, that that was unrelated. I watched that on the 17th. I just I had to mention it because I sure. did not like it very much. Um, uh, my, d- did you go? Uh, no, not yet. Well, I did one, and then you did one, and then you did another one, and then it's me. Okay, so go ahead. Um, and the last movie I watched was today, uh, a couple hours before I came, was Chinatown. With, oh, um, yeah. With Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. Which is extra sad because Roman Polanski directed it immediately after his wife died, so it's like, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. And he raped a child. Because she got brutally stabbed to death. Uh, yeah. Yes. In case yes. you haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is which when I, I learned about I it. Actually, yeah, me too. I actually watched that uh, technically today because I finished it at three in the morning. Oh, so. nice. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is so great. It's so good. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it four times now. Right. Yeah. It's it, and it it's, never drags. It, no, it it's doesn't. So good. It's perfect. Especially it's a perfect. You know all the Manson lore. Right. I write a whole book on him. I feel I like know. a lot of Tarantino films are perfect films about nothing. It's not really about much. Pulp Fiction isn't really about much. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs is about something. I don't like it when but people if, use that as a criticism, though. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. People criticize Once Upon a Time on Hollywood because they drive too much, but I was like, Quentin yeah, fun. perfectly recreated 1969 Los Angeles. I know, you can, yeah, how can you not point. expect him to show of off, you know? The nightlife. Yeah. And you said, oh, he drives too much. Oh, there's too many shots of him driving. You know, yeah, movies sure. like that, uh, uh, Aristocats, uh, great film. Lots of cats drive too much. Lots of great songs. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I see. Typically, I'm a fan of, of a movie about nothing, but Aristocats just and same thing with uh, you know the other one, Lady and the Tramp. Really did not. Mm. Really did not do it for me. Oh, my oh God, they're FaceTime now me it's time. Again. Oh, it's still, what? Okay. Samantha. Okay, so I'm doing this for recording, and I have the microphone on, and I just did it, and then I sent it to myself, like to watch it on my phone, and the audio still doesn't work. Like you're talking into it. Yeah, and it's not working. Okay, like, so I'm recording in FaceTime. Okay, so when you press, if you go Never to click screen movie. recording, and when you press and hold on the tab, does it say microphone on? Yes. Um, and you're, you're recording a FaceTime? Yeah. Scroll down on that thing. Yes. I don't know what to uh, Look it up. I don't know. Speak louder into the mic. Maybe that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> What were saying? Interesting fact. Betty White used to be Betty Gray until she fought the Balrog and... <laughs> 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 Betty White is a national treasure and I'm in love with her. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, Kevin, you, you have a couple more movies to talk about. Uh, well, we Don't just you? watched Harry Potter. And then well, you have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Well, well, I, well, I think we're on the 24th. Did we even just talk about Chinatown? No. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, it's all right. Um... I like movies that just bum you out. Like, that's mm-hmm. why Avengers Infinity War is, like, my favorite Marvel movie, because it just makes you sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, I like movies where everything that you work towards is completely meaningless. Like, that's also kind of why I like The Last Jedi, Breaking too. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking Bad. Um, so, the, that's what I liked about it. You know, it's very big bummer of a movie. Yeah. It's just very sad, which seems fitting. Yeah, I, mean, I, I definitely want to check it out. Yeah. I haven't seen any Polanski films. That's the only one I've seen. I'm not really, I think I'm not really holding it against myself since he raped a 13-year-old, but uh, right. I've heard his movies are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of The Pianist. It's probably my favorite. <laughs> Came out in 2002 I've, with I've, Adrian I've, Brody. I've only seen... Oh, I, see, I have to see that. Uh, yeah, my dad said that was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kevin, why don't we talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Sure, yes. I watched this for the fourth time. Last What's your rating? I put it at a 5 out of 5. Wow. Yeah. 
Right. I, I rewatched it last night with Mason because when we watched it in theaters, he didn't know anything. He didn't know who Roman Polanski was. Me too. He didn't know who. Uh, he didn't know anything about Manson, so I, I, mm-hmm. I told him a yeah. bit about it afterwards. But he just texted me the other night. He was like, he was like, uh, he said, "Holy crap, Roman Polanski was Sharon Tate's wife." I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "I didn't know that." So he was like, "We should rewatch it again with that new perspective." Yeah, and we did, and it's, he loved it, and I loved it, and it's just yeah. I watched it for the first time a few months ago because I was trying to watch all the Best Picture nominees before. Uh, for the Oscars, and I, th- I thought it was fine. My dad and I both didn't really like it very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started rewatching all the. I started watching every Tarantino film. I started rewatching most of them, and I every time I watch them, I like him even more. I, he's, it's one of those I just I like it mm-hmm. more every time I watch. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Once I found out who Sharon Tate was, got a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really grew on me. I gave it a nine out of ten on my rewatch uh, a couple months ago. I was excellent. See, I didn't know who anybody was, so I think, honestly, not knowing made it sadder when I left the theater, because my parents told me, and it felt so, like, like unceremonious, but I'm Mm -hmm. sure that's how it felt for them, too, and it's like, oh, Mm it's sad. But it's not really their fault. Yeah. Where Charlie sees uh, Sharon Tate, and he goes, man, give me chills. Yeah. So good. (sighs) The ending's really good, too. It's yeah, just, you great wish you would that that would happen, but uh, it's yeah. not. I would like to see a Tarantino film that doesn't end in gory, disgusting violence. Jackie oh, Brown? You got one more. Didn't but it's so much fun, Jan. It's so much fun, Jan. Get it. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I love all of his movies. I just I just wish just one I mean, of I them. Think, I think um, you could say that for Kill Bill. Yeah. It's pretty. I think yeah. the second one, yeah. double two, yeah. I think I think it was just so great because there was hardly any violence except for when he punches the one right. Mason follower. The bit, the very, right. No, just I, goes I, all out. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, that's no, I thought it was a great scene. Like yeah. I have no complaints about yeah. the movie itself. I just, but in whole, in general, uh, I, I guess you're right. Kill Bill two and also, also Pulp Fiction or. or I mean, that doesn't end in like horrific violence. They just leave the diner. Pulp Fiction is great. Yeah. And uh, same thing with Jackie Brown doesn't end. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one all the way through. I can't bring myself to watch that. I one. like Jackie Brown a lot. I don't, I think it's mm-hmm. underrated. I like it a lot. Yeah. I just oh, remember watching really the, uh, the when the third act begins and it goes like a play by play like a like a, one of those crime shows of eight forty two. I, lo- I like that a lot. I was watch, watching it anticipating because I, w- I I didn't know that that was going to happen at the end. I was yeah. I was thinking that it was going to show Tex killing Sharon and, and everyone. But, so the whole time I thought it was building up to that, but then I switched it and I was like, "Dang, right? That's yeah. actually pretty dope." I liked it a lot. And yeah. It's great. Uh, it, was really it, was my, it was my favorite movie of last year. Uh, really? Same with my dad. Great film. Wow. What's I your name again? I am the devil, and I'm here to do the, the, the devil's, devil's business. business. No, dumber than that. <laughs> so like <laughs> Rick's. Tech, yeah, shoot him. Tech. <laughs> I, th- I think that... He actually said that line when he killed Sharon Tate. Yeah. I think that, The Irishman, and uh, Parasite, like, tied. I still haven't seen Parasite. My favorite films of last year. I haven't seen Parasite. Parasite was really great. It was, it was fun. It was I think I, I fun. didn't see it because my dad said he didn't like it. So I should Your just stop like listening to my dad. Oh, my God. He, there are so many good no things offense, that he likes, that he should like. Very wise man. Parasite is great. <laughs> I think in terms of what I enjoyed the most, The Irishman was just one that personally impacted me the most from last year. I really but. like that low cello in the Irishman. That yeah, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that had to see the Irishman because he's a no, he's an idiot. Man, okay, well. Oh, my last film. I watched one more film, the one that oh. I was recommended. But okay. go ahead. Should I go? Okay. Um, this morning I finished "I Am Not Your Negro," um, which is about James Baldwin. 
Um, it was it was good. I my, my, my well, it, like everything everything because it was based off of like thirty pages of an unfinished book that James Baldwin wrote. He was a civil rights activist uh, mm-hmm. around that time, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, and all that. And it, the 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 documentary goes in into that because he he talks about extensively how all of his friends just died um, or were were assassinated. Everything that he wrote was really great, and it was narrated by Sam Jackson, his nice little mellow voice, which is fantastic. It's a documentary, yeah. And so they go through the 30 pages, but it's still an hour and a half long, so they include a lot of interviews with Baldwin, which which were all really great. Every time he is on screen or um, his narration is going, it's excellent. But the problem with for me was that it was put together pretty poorly as a documentary, in my yeah. opinion. I, it's I hard it was, to direct. Though. It was it was very lackluster for for me because they just put a bunch of footage over it, and it was just I, I honestly would have just preferred an audiobook. I've seen a lot of people say that. Versus if it were just an audiobook of Sam Jackson reading thirty pages of a script or or of the book, I would have loved it. But it was just it, it was very on the nose, like. You know, maybe in, it was it was one of the Kennedys being like, "Hey, in forty years, maybe if the Negroes are good, we'll have a black president." And then it was like, "Here's footage of Barack Obama's inauguration day," and it just seemed it was a little the way that it was put together just didn't. I didn't enjoy it at all, um, but but the thing that saves it is just James Baldwin is such an influential speaker. So I give it a seven out of ten, which I know is what Zach gave it. Mm-hmm. I heard um, the documentary the thirteenth. 13th, I watched really that good. on the 17th as well. It was fantastic. Was Way better. <clears throat> Way better. You should definitely watch that yeah. instead of um, I Am Not Your Negro. Very relevant for today, but not not quite my cup of tea. just wasn't put together very well, mm. in my opinion. Anyone watch anything else before I watched uh, nope. First Blood? Okay. Nope. Well, Zach recommended First Blood last week, I did. and I watched it. Uh, you've seen it. Has anyone else seen it? I haven't yeah. seen it. You've seen it? Yeah, it's yeah. quite. It was quite good. I was um, just watching the. I was just watching it because it came down, and I forgot how like actually good the cinematography was. Like it yeah, looks it like a really, really nice looking movie, really good movie. It's not just like I a dumb action movie. It's like shot really well. It's but really, yes, really beautiful looking movie. I I really like the beginning of Jim him walking around when he uh, fights the cops. All that it was great. It was very satisfying seeing that one uh, POS cop fall and hit his head and die brutally. It was like. <laughs> um, but then uh, after after he well don't spoil it don't spoil it but after uh, fake out uh, uh, after the explosion or whatever he, uh, it, it dipped a little bit in quality I was, I was thinking for the beginning I was like that's a pretty good 8 out of 10 but then I was like this is slowing down a little bit I think I'm going to put it at a 7 out of 10 actually but then Sylvester Stallone just delivered this amazing monologue and like actually really good performance at the very end about just his trauma of being a Vietnam vet and it was really beautiful. It actually got me a little emotional. Like, dang, bro. And I bumped it back up to an 8 out of 10. It was wow. really good. Yeah. yeah, I'm not really excited to watch any of the other ones because I don't see what, they want, yeah, what right. else Wasn't there is there a new to do. They made the last one. I haven't seen the fourth one. I've only seen the that's uh, the, the latest that's the one so bad. They, they made yeah. one uh, but uh i wish they're gonna probably make a sequel to that too. <laughs> six yeah. one's gonna be called just kidding this one's for real though uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please last time <laughs> i like i like uh, blood. <laughs> blood i think i think i think the reason why this one works and all the other ones aren't as good is because this one is just such a such a simple story just a guy was going around walking in town and then he was just forced in a situation yeah. all the other ones are like Rambo you have to save the country I'm retired damn it like what, die hard. what happens in the other ones 
Uh, he just goes. The, he's basically well. He gets pr- in prison, and then they. Uh, I think in the second one they make him. Uh, and they offer him like, we'll let you free if you go on another. If you go on a mission to uh, like, I don't know, save. Save, save Martha. Some, like, save like some prisoners of war or something. <laughs> in um, in, well, in in Rambo, which is the fourth one. Um, why don't I just call him first blood? I know. Why is first Rambo? Blood, why is Rambo first, first blood, blood part, part two? two. Rambo second blood. Anybody, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that one, he's like a riverboat operator in Vietnam. For some reason, like he went back and was like, "I'm a riverboat operator now." And then, and then a bunch of like good Christians, like I'm serious, they're all like like a part of a, a missionary group or whatever. They go out like in current modern day, and they go out, and then they get raided and by a bunch of pirates. And the lady comes back and sleeps with them, and she's like, "I need you to save my friends." And he teams up with SEAL Team Six, and they go in and. <laughs> Save all of the good Christians from the evil nice. black people in Vietnam for some reason. There's a really good opening scene though, where they they have a bunch of prisoners and they throw them out of a truck and they have all these mines. They throw it into the rice fields and they just toss them to run into the rice fields. Wow. And they can't see the mines. That was good. But then Last Blood is just really racist and terrible. Oh yeah, it's it's basically just like worse the worst version of Taken, which already isn't that good mm-hmm. of a movie, but it's very similar plot to Taken. I feel like, is is Rambo similar to Die Hard in that the first one was a really good, straightforward, simple film yeah. with a cool protagonist and then it just got progressively worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. And both of them have like the guerrilla tactics where they just kind of improvise very well yeah. and Rambo's much better at that because he's the, he, he was like a like a expert guerrilla warfare <laughs> tactician in Vietnam. I like the colonel. He was cool. Or the lieutenant, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I own the first four on Blu-ray because they were inherited Lots from ice cream. my dad. Now I feel obliged to Rest watch them. Rest in peace, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel obliged to watch them even though I don't think I like them. But First Blood was great. I don't really have any desire to watch any of the other ones. Well, that's Sam, I guess that's it. What is your recommendation for the week? Um, well, I'm kind of cheating, but uh, I'm going to say... Sherlock Holmes Part Two. Because Sherlock Holmes: A Game of Shadows because it's my favorite movie. I haven't even seen the time. first one though. Oh, God, you don't. Like, you have you to watch both it. of them. Now. No, you don't. No, you don't Directed have to. But, but then guy. the other thing I'm gonna recommend. I'm cheating because it's technically not a movie, but it's basically a movie. Is oh, the, last the Last of Us Part us. Two because it's it's oh, basically game. a movie. I've yeah, heard it's great. It's yeah. so it's I, my it's my favorite yeah. thing ever. Like it's my favorite story, favorite game, favorite. It's on PS4. I have yeah. The Last of Us on PS3, except I don't have a PS3. Cause I used to, but then I, uh, well, my dad took it away because I got a bad grade in math. Again, oh. rest in peace, Dad. Uh, <laughs> anyways, do you have a PS4? No. Nope. Uh, well, aren't you saving it for I PS5? I have Kingdom Hearts and The Last of Us it's on all PS3. Yeah, I know. So I'll play it eventually. So. Yeah. It's yeah. so good though. Don't listen to the haters. It's like the it's same. getting reviewed. I've heard it's yeah. really it's yeah. Like, I've heard it's like great by, from like everyone. The real critics, critics are saying, are saying it's, it's like ninety five, but but the, it's getting reviewed on kind of like Flash like Jedi, which we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. On our podcast, we talked about the fact that like it's like the same idea that if it's something happens that an audience doesn't like, then that means that it's bad. Like not not like if it gives them a negative emotion to them, that means that it's right. not good. Mm-hmm. Which Luke and the Last Jedi was good. Right. Sorry, uh, let me say that. <laughs> it's just Honestly, like one solid I line. Watch it. I've, I've, I'm already. I was already planning on watching that movie because I am uh, watching 
The Last of Us? No. All of... No. <laughs> Are you watching Guy Ritchie? I'm watching all of Guy Ritchie's Did you see... Uh, did you see... This year. What's it called? Did you um, see Snatch? Did you Snatch no. yet? Oh my Snatch gosh. is great. Snatch I just watched Snatch. Snatch is so freaking good. Dude. But I had to put on subtitles oh a certain gosh. point in where I was just like, I can't understand a word yeah, thing any of them are saying. It's, it's not just... Um, it, Snatch is so good. What, what's his name? Brad Pitt is not the only... Um, person you so can't understand. So Everybody good. in that movie is you cannot understand a word they're saying. I've never been able to understand Jason Statham. Really? Yeah, I Jason Statham. I cannot understand what he only, says. Only Brad Pitt. Is yeah, so Brad. Great <laughs> so movie. Anyway, it's way is better with subtitles. Gentleman. I watched that as well. Gentleman. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that one yet. Is that good? Last year. Really good. good. Similar yeah. to Snatch. Thank God. Those anyway. are the only two ones I've seen of him actually. I saw. I saw I really um, like when it came out in theaters. Uh, the Man from Uncle. Oh yeah. I loved it. I thought it was the best film ever, even though it probably wasn't that great. I remember loving it when I was a wee lad when it came out. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, now it's time for our segment where we check our email, which we do every week. Woo. So I'm just going to check my email now. a prediction that there won't be anything. I don't think there's going to be any emails. I didn't send you anything, so if I didn't send you any emails, you didn't get any emails at all. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, 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 doesn't appear to be any emails. I got some emails from my just regular Gmail. We could read some of those. Sure. No. Uh, bilingual Books Incorporated. Step oh, yeah, by step, bilingual. Step by step with bilingual books. Sticky labels. Uh, Core Digest. My son got accepted to an Ivy League school. Yeah, he's still thinking of going somewhere. Uh, and just one more. Uh, Venmo. Your twenty twenty transaction transaction history. Wow, I got that email. Yesterday. These are just the headlines. I'm not gonna read the actual <laughs> contents of the email, but anyways, no emails. Zach's card number is zero seven two five one three. Keep going. Six four twelve. It's sixty nine four twenty. That's. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, our email is at gmail dot com. That is rweekatfilm like at gmail dot com. What happened? What happened? Uh, Uncle Owen. Every time well, I Owen's s- burnt alive. Every time I say <laughs> what happened, I, I do Han Solo in Star Wars Holiday Special saying, What happened? What happened? Or, um, Anyway, um, one last thing to say. Um, there's a theory that goes, since Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, spoiler alert for Star Wars, if you haven't seen it yet, they were burnt to a crisp. Um, just also, crisp. If you, it's it's one word where it starts in the back of your mouth and ends in the front. Crisp. Anyway, it, yeah, tr- you can you can feel it crisp travel through crap. your mouth. Anyway, <laughs> um, in Empire, they make uh, Darth Vader's walking through. You know, with all the bounty hunters, they're trying to find Han, and he's like, you know, here here's yeah. He goes, oh, disintegrations. When he when he looks at Boba Fett, and some people think um, that Boba Fett was the one that disintegrated Uncle Owen mm-hmm. and Aunt Beru. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of Star Wars, I think it's a very interesting theory. Uh, also, I've decided when I get my projector, that Star Wars 4K 77 edition. I don't know if you've heard about this. I want. It. How do I get that from you? Um, from me? I don't know. Well, I don't have it. I have. I have Harmy's. Are you talking, are you talking have, about the the thing you got? No, from the internet. So I have Harmy's despecialized original trilogy, um, and that's different. That's a 720p um, remastering of the films, um, of the original uncut editions of the film's theatrical cut. This one is called 4K 77, because it's 1977 was the year it came out, and it's 4K. Um, and it's from the original like masters of the films, and it looks absolutely incredible. There's, it's, it, there, But they tried to, the problem with it is that they tried to preserve the original as much as possible, so there's no real color correction. It's more, yeah. it's more just color correction as it was 
so two as it was in the 70s when really i mean a, a new blu-ray should be like color corrected now but it looks way better than the than the original or than the 2011 or 2013 i forgot which year it was blu-ray mm -hmm. release so that's i'm going to download that and i'll play it on my projector that'll be the first thing i'm going to watch how did how did when e you getting a projector how did evil doers get a hold of the original master isn't that something that's kept under uh, well, I, I, I don't know. Lines. I don't know exactly how it came about, but that somebody has some masters of the original. I don't know how that happened, but they got a hold of that. Now maybe it's four K. Maybe George Lucas him. ran out of money. <laughs> no, he, just, he would just quietly. Sold, I'll take this for small him. gas money. Yeah, right. But it's but the cool thing is is that it's a, a it's it's free. So I will be getting it, but I do have the Harmony uh, editions right now. But those are seven twenty. I don't think the problem is they don't make four K. They don't make four K recordable discs. They don't. They don't exist. So there's yeah. no way to put it onto a disc. Onto a disc. Yeah, that's why if you're gonna, if you're gonna put something on a disc, I guess you have to use Harmies. But they're also working on a four K eighty and a four K eighty three and Harmies to specialize three point I think is to know what any of this going to be ten eighty p. So sounds fun. Sounds fun. All right, that's my little rant. I email also had nothing. <laughs> yeah, let's all go around and check our okay. emails. Yeah, um, I actually, I, I did have one email from Steam saying that I had a thing on my wish list that was on sale, um, and Amazon was telling me uh, there was something for the Star Wars Black series that I was looking at. Uh, I got an email from the College Board saying I have free access to Career Finder Premium. Uh, okay, um, I got one from Discord. I got a lot from Samuel Manel to join his Zoom call from Wells Fargo because I just got a debit card. Ooh. That was very exciting. Nice. I passed my driver's ed course. Very good. So, yeah. It's like, yeah. This is so much more modern than mine. Yeah, I know. Yours is like a... Uh, and you can like tap the back of the card to the reader and then it'll... Oh my God. It's instant. Has technology gone too far? Find out next time. <laughs> Zach Our weekend Fargo. film. Mine well, just looks like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has the numbers on the front. Have numbers yeah, on the, them? No, it has numbers on the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine looks like Zach's. I like the numbers on the front. I like the texture. It feels yeah, nice. I like. I like. Nice. I, I, I generally in life prefer the classic look. Of I, things, prefer so I prefer the classic look as well. I think this is really ugly. The new one. Mm -hmm. It looks disgusting. The new Wells Fargo. Where's the number? It's on, on the, the back. back. Um, what? I know. It's it's the Apple, the Apple card doesn't even Apple card doesn't have any numbers. It's like randomized every time. That's dumb. Yeah. No, but I, I... Okay, so you guys know Batman and Robin? Mm -hmm. He has the Bat card? Mm-hmm. And he said, never leave the cave without it. And the expiration so, date is, um, is, is through forever? He's yeah. forever, yeah. So I was thinking, it's because you can customize your Wells Fargo card to make it whatever you want. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking, maybe I can make this the Bat card and put the Bat logo mm -hmm. on my debit oh, card. Oh, you can? I didn't know yeah, that. You can, yeah, you can customize it on their website. I wanted to do that, but I, I think I missed the window for oh, before they sent it, so... Matt Villar has Darth Vader on his that's cool. Yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to decide what I should do. Can you, you literally any, put anything on it? Any well, I mean, it has to follow guidelines. It's kind of like dicks on your. Get a big booty. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I like to think. Yeah, you like pull it out of the cash register. <laughs> like, just hairy balls. I'm here. You go. Yeah. Just, right like, in. sir, are you all right? Oh yeah. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you guys have any recommendations, uh, please let me know. For movies. No, for right. my Last Wells Fargo card. Oh. <laughs> uh, just my face. Uh, <laughs> and then my face on top of uh -huh. it, and Sam's face on top of it, and then your face. <laughs> but okay. all at thirty-three percent opacity, so we're just melding. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well. Okay. Well, uh, on a more serious note, I want to remind all of you to uh, watch your kids, watch your wife, 
there could be Zach's coming for there him. Could be, <laughs> there, there could because be there could be there could be there could be robbers or murderers outside. So always remember to lock your doors. Uh, practice the nine nine p.m. routine and make sure to lock your doors. Uh, uh, and remember, never ever meet up in groups of four to record podcasts. You have right. to make sure to stay always six feet apart six from feet each other. Yeah. Uh, and well, uh, I guess we'll see you in. Four days, I guess. What's four days? So four or five when we days, finish yeah. the, oh, the Harry Potter, Potter culture. I'm so excited. Travaganza. See, I'm right. not going to be there because I'm not a nerd. So. Yeah, you're not a weirdo. Yeah. So. Well, well, and uh, the Criterion sale starting soon, I believe well, on Friday. Yeah. It's going to start, so I'm very excited for that. And with okay. that, as I always say in every podcast, <laughs> uh, keep your friends close and, and your, your enemies, enemies closer. closer.